Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of November 13th. But first, as we get to the end of this year, I want to let you know about a partnership I have with Tiffany of Wise Skies Collective. She does a digital calendar every year, which I absolutely love. It's a digital astrology calendar with all the moon transits and phases, as includes the Sabian symbols, as well as the lunar phase families I discuss. Also, all of the other transits as well between the different planets, and there is a void of moon calendar as well. So it comes in three different files, which I like, so that you can, you know, do you just want the planetary transits? Do you just want the moon stuff? Do you want just the void, of course, or do you want all of them together? It's so easy to just have it on your phone or your iPad or your computer desktop. I reference it all the time. So with the code CELESTE15, you get a $15 off, bringing the price down to $22. It's a great deal, and it's just a beautiful product. So see the, my show notes or go to my website and go to the resources page to get the details on how to purchase or just go over to wiseskiescollective.com and the code is CELESTE15 for $15 off. The theme of this week is visualizing the dream. We are in eclipse season. Last week, we just had this big lunar eclipse. I taped this early, so I don't know what happened, but I'm sure a lot of things happened last week. And eclipse season brings awakenings and changes, unexpected changes. A lot of them may be beautiful. I bet a bunch of people have found out they were pregnant. Hopefully it's good news. Some people got proposed to or started new relationships. There's also been a lot of difficulties with people finding out they have health problems or someone passing on or a relationship breakup, which may have been expected or unexpected. Yeah, because Uranus was next to the moon. Things break, like snap. The pressure, it's just like the tension of, I don't know if a piano string is a a good analogy, but yeah, that just breaks. So anyway, hopefully you become aware of things and you're, you know, getting adjusted to the new reality. And this week is a great week for visualizing your next steps. But Mars is still retrograde. The planet of action and drive and assertion is wobbly. It's not able to do its thing in the best way. So I recommend not taking action quickly but visualizing how you move forward and then there'll be time for you to pressure test what you want to do going forward. So there are three big things I want you to think about this week. 
This is the week of the trines. Trines are an aspect of easy flow of energy. This is the 120 degree aspect where planets are in signs of the same element. And this week it'll all be in the water element. And so there is just a smooth flow of energy. And I love how Bernadette Brady talks about this in her predictive astrology book, which you can get from my Amazon store. There's a link in the bio to that as well. The key principle is rapid development of a situation due to the removal of all obstacles. And we typically talk about trines being positive, but they're not always positive. The removal of obstacles can make things go from bring success very easily or failure very easily. Yeah, and it's about speed. It's about lack of friction. At 9-11, there were a bunch of trines in the sky and, you know, it was just, they got to the airport, the planes took off and they like caused unbelievable devastation very easily. When the Titanic sunk, it was trines involved where the boat like just sunk like a stone to the bottom of the ocean. So trines are not always a positive thing but they often are. But yeah, there can be rapid achievement or rapid failure. And it's so fast, it may be hard to realize how things are going down the drain before it's too late. So I just wanna caution you about that, that things can be moving very, very fast. So the sun will try Neptune as well as Venus and Mercury. So the sun puts a spotlight on things. The sun illuminates things. Neptune dissolves, sensitizes, and gives the desire to be on a higher spiritual plane, which sometimes people will be using drugs. I think there possibly could be a lot of drug overdoses this week because of a couple of things, but that sun trying Neptune and Venus trying Neptune, this desire for pleasure can lead to overindulgence of intoxicants. It can also be very psychically aware this week. The sun is in Scorpio, Venus and Mercury are also in Scorpio and Neptune's in Pisces all water signs, the veil is thin. So really listen in to what your intuition is telling you. Yeah, you may be getting amazing psychic hits with this. And you may just like really be visualizing your dreams and really connecting to them. Neptune is a great manifester. Yeah, you've got to visualize it in order to do it. So I really recommend using this energy to spotlight the dream, find the words with Mercury, and like feel good about it with Venus. But considering Mars and Mars's retrograde, like put the pen to paper, start the presentation, the the project plan. But now is not the time for execution. It's the time for visualizing. Because Venus and Mercury will also trine Jupiter this week. And Jupiter is about generosity, trust, luck, forgiveness. Legal matters are all being things that may be coming up. Like we just had the elections in the United States. I wonder if there'll be a lot of Mercury trine Jupiter 
people filing paperwork, trying to contest elections or things like that. That's a possibility of what could be happening or people spouting off about this sort of thing. Neptune's also the planet of illusions and delusions and Jupiter's like grandiosity. So you may see this shadow side of both of these planets, which are both at home in the sign of Pisces. We generally think of Jupiter as the cosmic Santa Claus, but it can also be like the megalomaniac is an archetype of Jupiter. So just keep that in mind. You may be hearing a lot of talking heads just bloviating about things. And also Venus trying Jupiter. Venus rules money, values, relationships, like you can be feeling really good and confident about something. This is when someone goes out and buys the engagement ring, but I caution you to not make any big purchases impulsively. With Mars retrograde, impulsivity can be ramped up. And Jupiter makes you think like, oh, everything will work out. Let me pull out my money, put it on a credit card. Next thing you know, you've caused yourself financial devastation in an instant. So really, I encourage you not to make any big purchases that you haven't been planning for or thinking about for a while. The next thing I want you to be aware of is that on Friday, we have the second square of Mars. Now it's retrograde square Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions. Now Mars and Neptune, when they come together, Mars taking action, Neptune, the spiritual higher realm, it can be a beautiful thing but they're both retrograde. So retrograde planets have the ability to cause difficulties. They bring delays, frustrations, reoccurrences of previous situations. So the second Mars retrograde square Neptune is going to be on Saturday, back on October 11th. There was the first one where Mars was in direct motion and squared Neptune retrograde. So hopefully I didn't confuse you with that. But this is the second hit of Mars square Neptune. And so, yeah, be aware of this because this is also very, like people will be taking action to deceive others. So you could meet like a used car salesman type who talks up whatever it is they're trying to sell you in such a manner that, you know, they really put the wool over your eyes. And with all the trines, you just feel yourself just ready to fall for something. So keep that in mind. Be careful with your computer and emails. Don't click on something unthinkingly and then now you've got a virus or now someone's hacked you or, and they're going to steal money from you or things like that. So be very careful dealing with anything related to finances or someone else pushing you to do something because there may be deception at foot misunderstandings at foot, read all the fine print to make sure you see things clearly. The biggest story of Mars retrograde square Neptune is the Twitter fiasco. This is also an eclipse story where Elon Musk finished the purchase of Twitter and then fired half the staff and then said he was getting rid of the the blue check is no longer about people being verified that they are who they say they are and they are of note. Now it's just about paying $8 a month. 
And yeah, there was a lot of concern about this as the midterms were approaching. Also, a bunch of advertisers paused their spending because of concern about how the company would be run, as well as he fired the whole board of directors. So now this you know, important communication platform is just under the control of one person and who knows what he's doing behind the scenes. And so there was a lot of concern about how this could cause chaos during the midterms with the blue check thing being all screwed up. Now, as I'm taping this, the news is that the firm fired people by accident. Some people are being asked to come back. And the checkmark thing is on hold till after the midterms. It's just chaos. So it's very Uranian as well as that Mars retrograde in Gemini. Mars, an attack on this Gemini-type firm, a communication platform, squaring Neptune where there's all this deception, chaos, illusions, delusions, who knows what's going on? Yeah, as soon as he bought it, all these racist things started showing up on there. It's just been an absolute mess where now journalists are like looking for other solutions about where they can put their work because, you know, who knows? Twitter might be going the way of MySpace. It'll be interesting to see if it's completely destroyed by his actions. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that there'll be a last quarter moon in Leo on Wednesday at 24 degrees of Leo. So the sun will be at 24 Scorpio, the moon at 24 Leo. The last quarter moon is the psychological integration of the lunation cycle where there are lessons learned, where rewards or consequences for past actions come to bear. So you can think back to the beginning of eclipse season on October 25th. Also, you can think about these 27-month cycle where this moon phase family, where there is an activation around the same degree every nine months. So there may be a growing cycle or a growing story in your life, especially if you have planets around 22 to 29 Leo. So the new moon in Leo was on August 18th of 2020. So think back to then, what started in your life around that time if you have planets around the late degrees, especially of the fixed signs, especially in Leo. And then May 19th of 2021, the sun was in Taurus and the moon was in Leo. And there was another activation. Was there a continuation of the story? On February 16th of this year, there was the sun in Aquarius, the moon in Leo, a full moon, all was illuminated So was there a big sort of culmination? And now the story is ready to be wrapped up, but there may be another big stage in it. So, you know, think broadly, give a glow of a couple of weeks on each side of the date, look to the house in your chart you have Leo in, and yeah, what planets are around there and being activated as well to see if you can pull together the story on this day. On Sunday, the word of the day is music. This is a beautiful day to just really get quiet. The water signs are mute. We're in Scorpio season. Scorpio is a water sign. 
and your psychic abilities may be heightened or your connection into your intuition could be really in tune. And music is a great way to make this connection. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony is in a sextile with Pluto, this intensity, this primal planet of what lies beneath the surface. So sextiles are opportunities where you can synthesize the energies well. This could be people in relationship, especially sexual relationships, I feel like getting to a deeper level with this energy, or it even could be like a therapist and their patient. Like really, I feel like this could be like some kind of breakthrough into, you know, a deeper understanding of the psyche. So listen to the music in your heart as well. We start this week with a cancer moon. So again, this is watery energy. Now it's out of bounds and Mars is out of bounds. So you may be feeling emotionally reactive. I suggest pausing before you say anything because Mercury is King Kunk's Mars and Mars is retrograde. King Kunk's says, move us into new situations. So something you say could lead to actions that maybe you didn't intend. So just pause before speaking. It's a great day to stay mostly silent. There is in the sky a grand trine in water because there are planets in all three of the water signs. The moon is in Cancer. Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, the Sun, Mercury, and Venus all in Scorpio. So there can be this really easy flow of energy. Again, really want people to be careful about this could be a day where, you know, drugs are a problem, where where there, you know, people overdosing as well. But on the high road, yeah, this can be a really beautiful day where you really connect deeply and intimately with someone. On Monday, the word of the day is sensitive. So I really encourage you to check in with yourself at least a couple times on this day about how you're feeling and really do a body scan. This is the day that the sun and Neptune will be in a trine. Sun at 22 Scorpio, Neptune at 22 Pisces. People can be very, very sensitive on this day. Physically sensitive, psychically sensitive, that sort of thing. Mercury will sextile Pluto, so that can help you like put some words to some deep thoughts. Also, be very in touch with your intuition on this day. The veil is thin. The moon will enter the fiery sign of Leo at 4.47 a.m. Hopefully, you'll wake up feeling inspired, feeling ready to take action. And when I say take action, like do what you need to do, not like do something impulsively new. Like ready to face the day and face the week, hopefully with some optimism. On Tuesday, the word of the day is delightful. This is the day Venus trines Jupiter. So hopefully you will be feeling wonderful on this day. Venus and Jupiter are the benefics. They're both associated with luck, abundance, feeling good. I love this energy of Venus trying Jupiter. Just don't overspend. Keep moderation and focus on the day. And Venus will also enter the sign of Sagittarius on this day at 10.08 p.m. So moving from its sign of its detriment 
into a sign. So it goes into a better situation when Venus moves into Sagittarius. So you may be really starting to feel that emotional pull towards holiday season, where you're ready to have some fun and adventure. Maybe you'll decide to plan a trip with this energy. Focus on the joy on this day. On Wednesday, the word of the day is vision quest. This is a great day in order to just let your mind flow. Yeah, hopefully you can keep the meetings down and just let the ideas come. Because this is a day Mercury, the planet of communication, will trine Jupiter, which can bring incredible ideas. And it's the last quarter moon phase is at 24 Leo at 526 a.m. Pacific time. Leo energy is very creative. You like can really be creative. And then the moon enters Virgo at 503 p.m. Pacific time. So you can get ideas, creative, creative. And then when the moon goes into Virgo, that earth sign, like the details get formed. So yeah, I really like just letting your mind flow with this energy as much as you can. In fact, I'm going to block my calendar. On Thursday, the word of the day is trickster. Mercury will enter the sign of Sagittarius at 12.41 a.m. Pacific time. This is the sign where Mercury is in detriment. It's at home in Gemini, in detriment in Sagittarius. And Gemini just likes to gather all the facts and collect them. In Sagittarius, Mercury is reporting into Jupiter, so it's just like, There can be just like this confidence, everything will work out. Well, everything doesn't always work out and your mind may be playing some tricks on you. Plus, you know, Mars is reporting into this Mercury now in the sign of its fall. Mars is in Gemini, retrograde Mercury in Sagittarius. Yeah, this is a day you really want to read the fine print. Be careful to what you commit to or like... Slow down. Don't click on any links without thinking it through. On Friday, the word of the day is combustible. This word is just coming to me very strongly. On this day, the moon will square Mars retrograde, moon in Virgo, square Mars retrograde in Gemini. I can just see someone's like temper flaring and them saying something rude or nasty to someone else or starting like some kind of rumor or gossip. So just be aware there's a little bit of this firecracker energy on this day. The sun will also sextile Pluto. So you may have an opportunity to see like the some subterfuge or something done under covers or something like that. But try not to lose your temper. On Saturday, the word of the day is confabulation. The moon enters the air sign of Libra at 2.57 a.m. Pacific time. Libra energy wants balance, wants harmony, wants people to get along. It's reporting into Venus and Sagittarius, who girls just want to have fun. But this is the day Mars retrograde squares Neptune. And so people may be confabulating, talking themselves into things in their minds that are imaginary, that are not really the way things are. So 
yeah, with all of the energy this week, just don't believe everything you hear. Don't believe everything you think. There is this air trine with the moon in Libra, Saturn's in Aquarius, and then you have, you know, Mars retrograde in Gemini. So this easy flow with that air trine into talking yourself into something that may not be true. So just keep that in mind to do like some kind of pressure test or Libra wants to collaborate. So maybe check in with someone else that you trust, not someone you just met at the used car lot. So there's that. Okay, well, that's this episode. I am going to be having a new moon in Sagittarius intention setting on the 20th. You can sign up for that. There'll be a link here in the show notes, as well as you can always just go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. Feel free to email me any astrology and action stories or experiences you had through eclipse season at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. You can also just DM me on Instagram as well. Let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 